0: That's right, they're playing video games for money. And I'm definitely not gonna let, uh, Mass Effect in my house. It's level of violence on video games.
1: It might be hazardous to physical and mental
0: health. Pokemon World is a world of the demonic. Then there's the argument that video games can be art.
1: They're a world phenomenon.
0: Hi, and welcome to Hit Point Pals, where we joined to nerd out about the culture of play and other stuff. I'm your host, Liquid Travis. <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> If you're going to start us off this way, you might as well continue.
0: Well, as I am Liquid Travis and with me is Original Travis. That's me. And Neo Travis. That's me. Why did we do this? Why are we all versions of me? (laughs) We have we. Hey, it's look, it's almost 2020. We got to step it up. We got to get that futuristic vibe going. All right. Okay, oh, it's 2019. He's, he's big. This is the end of the ancient
2: days, and we're yeah. about to get into the cool future.
0: We're going to go into neo days. And what's cooler than uh liquid Travis, original Travis and neo Travis?
2: Wait, okay. Doesn't that mean I'm solid Travis? Cuz you're liquid, you know? Yeah, you can be you can be solid Travis.
0: No, I think well, yeah, I guess so. And Travis would be big Travis? Okay. Yes. <laughs> so I'm liquid Travis. Where does, where does this get us as far as Well, this gets us uh, absolutely nowhere, Um, (laughs) but I thought it would be nice theming for the upcoming uh, decade.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What plans do you guys have for the upcoming decade?
2: Oh, you know... Oh jeez I don't know what I'm doing with
0: my life right now Why do you gotta ask these
2: questions You think Liquid
0: Travis no, I, has any clue what's going on
1: Okay the question was supposed to be a, like a joke But I, like it was set up for you guys to say something funny But I don't think I did a very good job You think so. we're
0: funny Travis You think I'm mm. funny You think my mm. life in the next decade is funny
1: Oh damn okay that's not what I meant I <laughs> ah, Oh man <laughs>
0: Well, since we're getting ready, you know, with this whole rebranding kind of thing for the next decade, we might as well take a look at the past decade. You know, it's had a lot of ups and downs, some bra moments.
1: Okay. I thought we were going to do decade gamer moments at the end of the podcast.
0: Mm. Absolutely. All right. So, well, in this last, uh, in these hear, last what, few what days, about who we
1: actually are? As in, oh. I'm Travis lean, you're William suit. We also have Caleb Warwick here on the microphone. It's me. Everyone, you got him Will and I have a gamer shout out. Yeah, we got have a game, a, do you have a got game? A, We have over oh, sorry, a game shout out. I don't we know we why I said game shout Oh, I don't have any like gamers. Out, gamers? Shout out right now. You yeah, um, have any games to shout out, Caleb? Before we do ours.
2: Um, not right now, but fine. I want to hear. I want to hear right Oh, Fury! Fury is a cool game. It's it's. Oh, is
1: cool. what do you do in Fury?
2: It's just all boss fights, and it's like super like. Um, cyberpunk-y aesthetic. Okay, it's all really boss cool fights. Sound. doesn't
1: tell me really anything about the game.
2: Well, it's just all boss fights, and it's like a third-person okay. perspective. You just said the same thing again. I, I mean, I don't know how else to describe it. You just oh, okay. fight so, waves okay. it's of
1: third-person bosses. combat. You fight yeah. bosses. Okay, interesting. I'm looking at it. Cool soundtrack. I like the colors. I like the... Yeah, I like the colors. Let's played the that colors. for
2: like two hours. Is it I good? It. Yeah, it's really good, actually. Like, I was genuinely surprised cuz i only played like maybe 10 minutes of it like a couple years ago and then i finally like got into it it's pretty hard actually but mm-hmm. i like it a lot and i like the aesthetic of it i love the soundtrack of it the soundtrack's fucking sick
1: um will and i were messing around with a game that doesn't have any colors um in fact this this game didn't this is on like a, a, a like a google code website or something what um it's called ai dungeon 2 uh i saw it was going around it was going around the gaming news this week and we checked it out it was very interesting game uh no sorry uh ai dungeon (laughs) Two pulls from a like a database of choose your own adventure type stuff oh wow it lets you just type in things and it'll automatically generate a story for you i don't really know how to describe it
0: it's yeah and it's not just like oh I choose your own adventure i choose how i want to interact with something you can also just type out things that happen in the story
1: yeah really Which i didn't i I didn't realize that i mean i guess I, I played it a very different way than will played it will was like actively constructing a plot while i was just trying to react to things which i think the way will was playing it made a lot more sense and it was i feel a lot better
0: as cool as like i mean it's this is such a fascinating game mm-hmm. but it does seem like if you're not providing it with some guidance it starts to freak out
1: yeah it's kind of like uh it's kind of like it's kind of like if you were writing a story with someone in real time yeah, and you know. your your views differed along the way so um,
2: I'm, I'm assuming this is a text-based game yes okay yeah holy
1: so when you when you start it gives you uh it asks you to pick a setting and it starts with it says fantasy is the recommended but it also allows you to pick mystery uh apocalyptic zombies or custom and i don't i don't want to get into the custom that was confusing
2: what about romantic um,
1: that's not an that's not a setting that's a genre. Uh-huh. Um. But we when we did when we did fantasy settings we were always in the kingdom of Larian and Will had a really good fantasy game. Do you still have that? Do you uh, have your yes? Transcript I have of that? the story.
0: Okay. I have it typed out.
1: Okay, so tell us what uh, happened in your uh, adventures okay. in Larian. So I uh, I did a fantasy
0: setting in Larian. I I I made my character a ranger named um, Ranger Rick. Uh,
1: uh, okay. Well, Travis <laughs> provided
0: the name Ranger Rick, and I was like, uh, that's pretty good. That
1: sounds like something I'd say. Yeah.
0: So. The prompt it provided was, You are Ranger Rick, a ranger living in the kingdom of Larian. You have a hunting bow and a quiver of arrows. You spot the deer and are ready to finish your hunt, when suddenly you hear a noise behind you. I then peed my pants. And the game said, peeing your pants is an embarrassing situation that most people would not want to be in. But for you, it was just another day at work. (laughs) The smell of urine fills the air as you quickly cover yourself with your cloak. You then hide behind some rocks until the smell has died down. Then I typed out, peek out from behind the rocks, spot a goblin. (laughs) You slowly peek out from behind the rocks and see a small figure running towards you. It's not much bigger than human, but its fur is dirty and covered in dirt. Its eyes are bloodshot and it looks tired. I then shot it with my bow. You fire your bow and the arrow flies through the air, hitting the creature right in the chest. The creature falls backwards and screams before collapsing on the ground. You look around and see no one else nearby. I then stomp on the creature. You walk over to the creature and kick it in the head several times, (laughs) causing it to fall backwards again. You then turn around and stare at the rest of the goblins. They seem to be scared of you now. You can't believe they didn't notice you when you were sneaking about earlier. I then said to the goblins, are you not entertained? (laughs) (laughs) You start yelling at them, telling them to come out from their hiding spots and show themselves. They don't listen, though, and continue to run away. You then tell the others to follow you. You all set off into the forest. So I don't know. So Travis and I, at this point, we're confused. Who are the others?
1: Yeah. Well, see, because he doesn't have it doesn't have a good sense of continuity. It's one of those AI things where it's like, yeah, I, it's like trying to to make stuff that makes sense. Like if you've ever talked to like a chat bot or anything, but like it yeah. clearly doesn't. Like, this isn't going to pass the Turing test or anything. Like, at a certain point, (laughs) things are going to come up that just, they absolutely don't make any sense. And, um...
0: Then, oh yeah, so it said, you set off, uh, you then tell the others to follow you, and you all set off into the forest.
1: So also, then, just so it's clear, when Will is doing an action, he is typing this in. He's not picking from things. He's yeah, typing, I'm just like, typing like, out, I stomp on the goblin.
0: I say, are you not entertained? And it, Yeah,
1: it you put it in quotation marks, so and yeah, that makes I, your say I, that. I thought the computer said that you
2: repeatedly kicked it in the head
1: oh it did Oh no it did but, but s- will had to prompt it I, will what said, I, what I, I said was, stomp was i the stomp
0: goblin. on creature and then it yeah. said you walk over and kick it in the head several times
1: yeah so you guide um. you, you guide your character through the story and it generates the text for you as you give it prompts one of
0: the <laughs> most fascinating things about what travis just said there about give it prompts is it never mentioned goblins anywhere I added in the goblin and that becomes important to the story.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's what I liked about the way you were playing it.
0: (laughs) Um, So, oh, yeah. So uh, we were wondering, who are these others? So then I said, talk to others. You walk up to the group and whisper to them. You explain what happened and how you killed the goblin. One of the dwarves. Okay, which was just like, (laughs) what the fuck? One of the dwarves says he heard about this sort of thing happening in the past. He asks if you're sure about killing something like that i then threaten the dwarf with the same fate if he doesn't shut up (laughs) you grab the dwarf by his collar and shove him against a tree you tell him that if he doesn't stop talking you will break his neck
1: he won't stop and he tells you that he's going
0: to kill you instead you laugh and tell him that he better not do it i then (laughs) slap the dwarf you slap the dwarf across the face knocking him back he tries to get up again but you catch him and throw him to the ground <laughs> you then tell the other dwarves to go to go help the wounded dwarf you then leave the group and make your way back home and then this is where I really tried to like screw with it by providing mm-hmm. it with something I didn't I, there's no way it would have I said I enter my home village and see my grandmother sitting on a roof what the fuck You enter your home village and find your grandmother sitting on a roof. She seems very upset. She tells you she saw you kill the goblin and she's never seen you so angry before. (laughs) <laughs> she also mentions that there are more goblins in the area and that they'll probably attack soon.
1: So you gave it like a joke prompt and it turned it into something that literally made sense and set you on a new
0: quest. Yeah. It, it was like, oh my God, this was fascinating because before this, my stories made sense for about a few interactions and then they just fell apart. Yeah. And this one was like, I don't. there was some continuity here. Like it remembered about the goblins. And then... Oh yeah, she warns me about goblins might attack soon, and then I laugh at Grandmother and say that goblins are no problem. (laughs) You laugh at her and tell her that the goblins aren't anything to worry about. You then ask her where the nearest town is, and she tells you that it's only a few miles away. You tell her that you should go there and buy some supplies. I then said I'd leave for town and wave goodbye to Grandmother. You walk out of your house and wave goodbye to Grandma. You then make your way to the nearest town. As you approach the town, you hear shouting and screaming. You think it might be orcs attacking the town. You try to ignore it and keep walking.
1: Wow! I
0: I decided to stop and enter the town. You stop and enter the town. You see that the orcish attackers have been defeated and the town is safe. You then begin looking for supplies. You eventually find a shop selling food and drink. You buy everything you need and return to your home. I asked my grandmother if the goblins came back while I was away. You ask your grandmother if the goblins came back while you were away. She tells you that they haven't returned yet but that they may return any time now. You smile and tell her that you'll be waiting for them. I then said I'd wait on a roof until nightfall to ambush the goblins. You wait on a roof until nightfall. You then sneak inside the goblin cave and wait for the goblins to come back. You watch them for a while and then sneak out of the cave. You then head back to your home. Your grandmother is surprised to see you alive and happy. I then said I'd gather a party of villagers to attack the goblin cave. You gather a party of villagers to attack the goblin cave. You lead the charge and fight valiantly. After defeating the goblins, you take the treasure and live happily ever after. Congrats, you win. This is. The, uh, okay,
1: so how many attempts was this for you?
0: Uh, and just trying getting, to. getting
1: Yeah, playing and getting to like dead ends or like, like I don't know, eight times probably? Okay
0: and I didn't think I didn't know that there was a win state
1: yeah I didn't either
0: I knew that you could die in the stories but apparently you can even win and it was fascinating to me because the win condition was defeating goblins and in their lair and I had introduced to the goblin like the goblins weren't in the story they weren't even in the prompt yeah I had added them in and I was able to win the game I'm
1: assuming it worked so well because it must have had a lot of goblin reference because that's such a common fantasy trope yeah and I'm
0: assuming yeah it must have worked well because I didn't do anything too crazy yeah like oh yeah fight a goblin enter a town sneak about it's like okay but I was fascinated like that was the that's the one story I've gotten that I think uh, made sense for the most part with the exception of the introduction of the others yeah But, uh, Travis, you had, uh, you had some interesting tales as well.
1: Yeah. Well, mine didn't go nearly as well. Um, a lot of my adventures, uh, ended inconclusively because either the website stopped responding or, um, Uh, Like, here, I'll show you my example where I got stuck in a weird loop. I decided I wanted to try... I had done a a bunch of fantasy ones, didn't have a lot of luck. Uh, I decided to try the mystery setting, and I made myself a detective named Detective Redson. And I'll just... I'll, I'll go through a little bit of this, so... It says, you are Detective Redson, a detective living in Chicago. You have a pistol and a police badge. It says, you enter the forest where you believe the criminal you're searching for fled to. Suddenly you hear a noise outside. It sounds like a gunshot or an explosion. So uh, I was like, okay, I had my car. It said that, like, I hid in my car, and then it said, like, you see a bullet hole on the ground or something. So I started I started doing prompts that would try to get my character to search for clues and examine clues and stuff. And eventually it had me find a note on a tree trunk. So it says, you find a piece of paper with some writing on it. It reads, I'm sorry about what happened to you. I hope you can forgive me. Um, And at this, I said, I weep. So it, it said, you begin to cry as you read this note. Then you turn back to the tree trunk and continue looking at it. Then you turn back to the note and read it again. This time you find a picture attached to the note. So I said, I look at the picture. You turn to the picture and look at it. You then turn back to the note and read it again. This time, you find another picture (laughs) attached to the note. This picture shows a man holding a gun to his head. He looks very scared. Uh, And at Will's request, I doodled a mustache on the picture. You draw a mustache on the picture. You then turn back to the picture and read it again. This time, you find a third picture attached to the note. This picture shows a woman with her face covered by a blanket. She has a gun in her hand. So, I noticed that it was sort of going into a recursive loop. I figured it was going to keep having me find pictures and it was goofed up. So, I said, burn the note and the pictures. You put the three pictures into a bag and throw them into the fire. You then turn back to the note and read it again. This time, you find a fourth picture attached to the note. This picture shows shows a man holding a knife to his throat. I said... (laughs) I look in my... I was trying to give it... At Will's request, I was trying to give it a prompt to move the story along. (laughs) I look in my pocket and find a knife identical to the knife in the picture. And it says, you look inside your pocket and find a knife that is exactly like the knife in the picture. You then turn back to the note and read it again. This time, you find a fifth picture attached to the note. And I said, why God? (laughs) And it says, you turn back to the picture and read it again. This time, you find a sixth picture attached to the note. This picture shows a man sitting in a chair holding a knife to his neck. He looks very pale and terrified. So this continued on until I had found eight pictures and I said I wanted to gouge out my eyes and it said I kept finding pictures. So <laughs> it was it was it was goofed insane. up like I wasn't getting anywhere in the mystery story. I, uh, I think I did another mystery story later, but I don't have that one saved. I'll. Oh, no, I do. Oh, I actually I have several of my stories saved, but. That that was the one I wanted to share was the one where I just kept finding pictures on e- the on both sides of the note every time I flipped it over. It like it was just an unending nightmare. Uh so I didn't get anywhere with that. But uh also I guess I should mention that this uh if you do want to try out AI Dungeon, the website is aidungeon.io and that has a link to um the the like collab.research.google page where the script is and i guess uh grabs all the data from remotely so like it has to load up into your ram and video card and stuff and there's a note there that says you can download this game and you can play it locally if you have 12 gigabytes of vram so i didn't do that um but also i wanted to mention that it we did run into many issues like it's, oh yeah
0: absolutely i don't want to
1: say it's buggy but like because it's like, it's like an experimental thing it's not like a it's not like a game that you pay for or anything it's this it's this guy's project and it's on the internet and it's there for people to try out and because of how popular it got um there's a note on the home page that says the servers are down or something but we were still able to get it to work i think it's using backup servers but expect it to be very slow expect it to probably goof up on you a lot either in game or like browser issues and loading issues but it was a very fascinating experiment when it worked i think and like there's a lot of interesting ideas there for application in the future i think
2: damn i better start playing this it's uh it's 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 fascinating
0: i don't know because i mean yeah there's like te- you know text adventures when i think of those i think of like games from like the 80s or 90s and it's like you have to type out very specific syntax to get it to do anything and it's very limited in what you can do yeah
1: and mm-hmm. this
0: isn't really anything like those but the fact that you can write out kind of whatever however and it figures it out uh, is just fascinating to me yeah i'm very and i'm like, I
1: can you talk to a little bit about uh your understanding of you you you're the one who told me that it's drawing from a database or something yeah do you know anything more about that Uh, Not too much.
0: I just know it was trained on a database of different choose-your-own-adventure stories So I'm assuming it went over them many times and was given some parameters to try and figure out how things should go together Okay, okay. Um, I don't know How how he'd be able to like maybe expand it to like a different database like could he provide it with even more stories from other like sites that have a bunch of them to like improve the overall story generation
1: yeah I, I mean,
0: I assume he can, but you know, he, it's just a project right now.
1: Uh, um, is is the database like literal choose your own adventure stories, like from that company?
0: I think they. I think it's a place of interaction, interactive fiction that people can write their own oh, stories on. Oh, I see. On. It's
1: a collection of text adventures obtained from chooseyourstory.com. dot ah. com. okay. I was just curious if like if there were any sort of copyright infringement issues, perhaps if he were. Drawing from like old Choose Your Own Adventure novels or
0: anything. Oh yeah.
1: Not that I'm like for litigation or anything. I'm just. just I was know, just concerned thinking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it looks like they're they're drawing from ChooseYourStory.com, and I don't. I'm on the website. I don't really know what I'm looking at. I it looks like it's are, from
0: about 20 years ago.
1: Huh. I wonder if they're DRM free or whatever. But yeah, I I hope this project continues and gets better and maybe. If we ever hear about a big update or something in the future, I'll definitely log log back on and see if I can have a, a neat adventure.
0: Yeah, well, that's uh, that's that's our big uh, game shout out.
1: Yeah,
2: I would do whatever I can to try to like break it right away. I don't know why. Oh, it's it's like it's that. quite easy
0: to break. Yeah. yeah. Uh.
1: Well. Well, it's it's uh it's December. It's we're nearing the end of the year. We have this episode, and we have one more episode planned for 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 Hit Point Pals for now. Um, we thought this would be a good episode to have a just have a brief discussion about our personal if we had to pick a game of the year. So I asked everyone to think about that concept, and I think since Will and I have talked for a bit, maybe Caleb, would you like to suggest a game of the year? That might be your pick.
2: I I still haven't beat uh, Death Stranding, Mm -hmm. but I am about to finish Sekiro.
1: You don't uh, have to beat a um, game to pick it as game of the year.
2: I feel like I do, though. That's the thing. I just feel like I have to, personally. Because, like, you know, you never... There's some things that I could be missing that I really could enjoy about a game that I haven't gotten to, or I don't know. I, I usually am stuck with that mindset, but I really 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 love Sekiro and I think that's going to take my game of the year personally. I've never had this much fun with a game for a very long time. Before like like Dark Souls, I love those games and those were kind of what got me into I mean obviously it's made by From Software, but it's just a new refreshing take on something and a setting that i personally love so much like the feudal japan but with fantasy elements like that's a game made for me personally and
1: what's your what's been your favorite moment of sekiro
2: i was gonna say the ape that's definitely not my favorite moment but it was definitely a memorable time that's for sure the fucking guardian ape and i think that's kind of
1: I've seen I've seen people who've played this game say that that moment is is like their gaming moment, their favorite gaming moment of 2019.
2: Oh yeah, I could see that. Like that is, that can definitely be mine as well. Like I haven't gotten around to playing Re- Resident Evil Two uh, re-release, but
1: Will and I feel I both like liked Resident Evil Two a lot.
2: No, I heard it was amazing. It was I I really like Resident Evil Seven. Mm-hmm. Um... I played Resident Evil 7 last year, and I really enjoyed that game, but I still need to play 2, and then with the announcement of 3, I'm like, shit, I really need to play 2 now. I gotta play the original 2, though, first, and then play this.
1: Uh, I'm never going to touch the original 2.
2: <laughs> oh, man, you almost got turned into a Jill sandwich.
1: <laughs> I think that's, that's Resident that's Evil R1, 1. But...
2: Is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Whoops, regardless. It's still Resident Evil. Still but hey, out.
1: Resident Evil 3 will have a guy named Martin Sandwich. Yeah. Wait, That's isn't that
2: cool. Isn't that um Resident Evil like that new Resident Evil game coming out, not Resident Evil 3 remake?
1: That's a part it's, of the it's game. It's part of
2: 3. Is it really? It's the multiplayer oh.
1: component.
2: What was it called? Outbreak. Is it like Outbreak? a resistance project resistance. resistance? What the
1: hell is Outbreak? Why did I say Outbreak that? is
0: a multiplayer Resident <laughs> Evil from PS2 days. Okay, forget I said that then.
2: I remember playing a Resident Evil game on the Wii.
1: Oh, I was actually Umbrella that? Chronicles.
2: Umbrella yeah, Chronicles, yeah, oh, real shooter. Okay. That was actually hey. genuinely fun, though. Not gonna lie, I enjoyed that game. My mom said that I couldn't play it, and I played it anyways. <laughs> Damn! Now that right there, ladies and gentlemen,
0: that's one <laughs> that's of our gamer a, that's, moments
1: that's of, of the decade. That's one of our gamer moments of the decade. Then
2: I was only eighteen. Damn! <laughs> wow, interesting. But Sekiro easily. Game of the year for me.
1: Easily game of the well, year. I shouldn't all say right.
2: easily because I was already on. Oh, okay. Not easily. Death Strandling. Dress <laughs> <laughs> Salad dressing.
0: Um, <laughs> Thousand Island Stranding.
2: <laughs> um No, but Sekiro wins. Um, <laughs> okay, sorry. Sekiro okay. wins. <laughs> That's Yeah.
1: Uh, all right. Caleb, you're That's my- tired
2: yeah i'm very tired but i'm here and i'm ready to to fight i am a shinobi
1: wow
2: this is a shinobi moment Damn,
0: he's been playing too much sekiro
1: all right let's, let's, here, let's, let's like hand him. it off to someone else uh how about will oh hmm uh well
0: i actually haven't played that many new games like that have come out this year uh-huh. um but i have played sekiro and uh-huh. resident <laughs> evil 2. okay um I think I would give game of the year to Resident Evil 2. Really?
1: Okay. <gasps> yeah. I it's lo- a good I'm game. loving
0: Sekiro. Like Sekiro is I I haven't felt I don't know, like Dark Souls it, it feels like Dark Souls 1. Like when I'm playing through it and exploring this cohesive world, I'm getting this sense of adventure I didn't get in the other Dark Souls with the exception of the first one. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Sekiro with this gameplay and like cutscenes and actual conversations of speaking protagonists, like I don't know I really love it but Resident Evil 2 remake was a lot of fun and I, I really liked it um yeah Resident Evil 2 was just a blast to play like I picked that up at launch
1: mm-hmm.
0: or I, I think I might have pre I think I pre-ordered it and it was uh it didn't disappoint it was fantastic it was a lot of fun had a lot of memorable moments for me um I liked some of the things, like some of the changes, I guess, from the original RE2 that I had read about. I liked the different campaigns. I uh, it was it was just a great game, which I know it's like a remake of an older game, but I but it's so far
1: removed.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. And I would I'd give it my game of the year 2019. I had an absolute blast with that game.
1: Any big moments that you want to shout out in Resident Um, Evil Two?
0: Let's see. Any favorite um, moments? Favorite moments? Maybe maybe not
1: a specific
0: Well, yeah, yeah. Okay, here's a moment. So it's no secret, but in RE2, um, you spend a lot of it getting pursued by Big Mr. X. Mm-hmm. And he's always stomping around chasing after you. He's got that hat. Um there was a moment where um I kind of went into a dead end area to pick up a, a key or something, and I, I thought I had evaded Mr. X because I didn't hear his footsteps, and I was like, haha. Idiot. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back down the hallway and I'm gonna be good So I walk down the hallway and then suddenly mr. X bursts through a wall and grabs my throat and throws me on the ground i almost had a heart attack yeah did
1: we, didn't we talk about this when we were doing our horror episode
0: i th- i think we did yeah yeah because I, I think to, like, we both agreed like i was physically shaken by that i was horrified i mean it's like a scripted thing because I, I think it only happens in one spot but it's yeah and so... it's on the route that you have to take basically yeah and it's but it's this thing that um the the rest of the game has like no jump scares this is the only one, and it, man, it it works really well. I was, I had never been so horrified in my life. I went into a cold sweat.
2: You're <laughs> like That's wondering probably, if Mr. X was going to burst through your door.
0: Exa- yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was, uh, it got me spooked. And, um, yeah, I mean, the first half of the, the game and the second half feel kind of different. I think the first half of the game is a lot of wandering around through a, Police station doing little puzzles not that the second half doesn't have puzzles. It has them, but it it just feels a little different I really Mm -hmm. like The first half Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and I like the second half not as much, but they're both really really good Mm -hmm. it it was so good that uh, You know um, After I played through one campaign. I immediately started up the other characters campaign Which is mostly the same thing with some differences Um, yeah I actually I I guess like a big divergence
1: yeah that reminded me I felt like the game I didn't like the game as much once you leave the police station I don't know Mm -hmm. what it is about I feel like that area is so well designed and all not that the rest isn't but there was something you like you get familiar with it and some some part of me didn't want to leave the police station I think I think
0: one thing that was really fast that was just great about the police station is you spend so much time getting familiar with it and then to mix it up for a bit. They don't throw you into a new place. They instead throw a new variable in which is mr X yes So despite the fact you are familiar with the station and there are some new enemies here and there You you're no longer just thinking. Oh, I know how to get through this hallway You're now thinking I sort of fucking god if mr X is at the end of this hallway. I'm out and you start planning your route around it And It's just it's fascinating the second half of the game feels a little more linear action y
1: yeah, it reminds me of like a Resident Evil game I don't like. Like reminds me of like, like six or maybe yeah, five. six or
0: five, and some elements of four, kind of.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But yeah, I mean, uh, overall, I think the game is fantastic. Uh, I think Leon's campaign in the middle takes a. There's a part where you play as Ada Wong. I don't think that part was very good.
1: I barely remember that
0: part. Um, in Claire's campaign, there's a part where you play a little girl named Sherry running from like. The police chief in like an orphanage that i thought was f- very fun uh so just like you know what fun thing.
1: and like it was scary or like it was scary but fun. Oh, okay. it was scary
0: fun and like just a neat thing like it was uh-huh. really cool
2: it um, was fun for will as in he's just like laughing smiling having a good i was I having, having a, you know, i was having a goof i was having a well gap. see i
1: wasn't sure what you meant i assumed that you meant he was like a zombied out police chief but then you said it was a lot of fun then my vision changed to like. Uh, maybe he Slap was just stick, like sort of. Yeah, maybe he was like a clown at a birthday party or something. Uh, no, or yeah, finish. he's a
0: very sinister man. I, I okay. suppose. I mean, fun by it. it was. It was enjoyable to play through. Right. This is not see, that yeah, I I, like, I've
1: only played half of the game, I guess, or a quarter, maybe. I've only played the Leon campaign. I haven't played the Claire campaign or the oh, sides. Yeah, you need to play the Claire. Campaign no, I know. To it's still. The, it's the still the on my hard end. drive. Oh, I'm gonna oh, play geez. the game. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get to the real ending, whatever that is, and I'm gonna get spooked. I guess. Yes. It's a good game
0: yeah uh yeah sekiro sekiro's close and it has good moments too but it it, it doesn't get my game of the year damn, damn. i know damn
2: you, you know a game i forgot about but we what? played so much this year it was uh what the fuck is its name um remnant from the ashes
0: oh yeah oh yeah I won't give that game of the year, but I will say that was a fun game. Good game. Good game. Like I have no real complaints with that game.
1: Uh, Okay. The one thing I guess I'll shout out about Remnant is I found it fascinating where I found it fascinating how like Will and I mostly played through the whole thing from from start to end together. And then Caleb, you picked up the game a bit later and I jumped into your campaign to help you out a bit. The bosses were not the same. We were fighting new bosses that I had never fought before. I liked how this game randomly sort of generated its levels and bosses and stuff.
2: It's like not not super into the roguelike, but it has those elements. It's
1: enough that I don't mind calling. I mean, I guess, yeah, it's fine.
2: (laughs) Adds a lot to replay value too, and I just think that's cool too. So we both have completely different experiences of the exact same game that we played. Yeah,
1: so, it, was, it was fun. Man, I still need
2: to beat that
0: game.
1: It's all right. I didn't like the ending much.
0: Yeah, the ending, I think, is the weakest
2: part of that game, which is quite really? sad. They said that Damn. they were working on
1: DLC, too. So.
2: I wonder if that came out. Looking or if to, any uh, DLC has come if out Oh, uh, They've come out with know. a couple of updates,
0: but I don't think anything like, super, super like, big. Hmm.
1: I hope I'm not misremembering, though. I, th- I thought that they said they were going to do dlc packs
0: i think they are i feel yeah, like with the hit that game was
1: oh I'm, one I'm, I'm, one one of my friends recommends this game uh, <laughs> do you want me to read what you wrote me yeah what did i write he wrote remnant from the ashes feels like dark souls and destiny had a baby with the rpg progression of dark souls as well game is immensely fun with friends and the replay value of the game is great some of the bosses i fought haven't been seen by any of my friends in their playthrough Yay. support original ips thank you for this random gem gunfire games
2: oh i didn't even realize i wrote that i was probably like i, I rated your half review asleep.
1: helpful <laughs> that's very nice
2: I was probably like half asleep when I wrote that. I'm just like like punching my keyboard randomly generating something. I thought I typed in IPS, but then I realized I typed IPS. So I was like, okay. Like, what the fuck is an IPS? Oh. That's what it is. What is there yeah. any any games that you guys played this year that you've never played before? Y-
1: yeah, I've never played. Most I had-
0: games? <laughs> wait, yeah, wait, what? Well...
1: I, Sorry, I, this question? I usually I only play games year. that i haven't played before <laughs> that was
2: a really bad phrase i meant that didn't come out in 2019 oh okay <laughs> i see why. <what> you we <laughs> well we played, we played through the whole dark souls yeah. series. yeah we played through all the
0: dark souls i
1: hadn't played those before i think maybe a long time ago i played <laughs> dark souls 1 for a bit but i was confused and angry so i didn't but but then will was like we should play through dark souls so we did
2: I still cannot fucking believe I did not realize that there was summoning in Dark Souls until, like, I was about to beat the game. Dang.
1: What platform did you play on? I played on PC. Okay. Wow. So you had internet.
2: Yeah, I just didn't know that summoning was a thing at all, so I'd never, like, look to look it up or yeah anything like that. I didn't have, well, you Well, know... it's not like
1: the game tells you anything.
2: No, it really doesn't, but... Yeah, it was it was so odd. And then one one time, I found this like, you know, little yellow strip on the ground. Like, huh? What's this? And then a guy showed up. I was like, <laughs> what? But it wasn't. It wasn't um because um, I never this used. Is,
1: this is a chosen undead, like in a tavern, telling a wacky story to his friends yeah. around the table. And I
2: was like, what?
0: Who's <laughs> this? Throw your hands in the air, Trusolea.
2: But yeah, um i never used humanity that's why so i never like knew about these until there's like specific npcs that you could summon even without humanity and there's like two probably i think there's actually one i don't know but yeah that was a bad time that was a real bad time but i learned to get good at the game and then i found out how to summon people so
1: i played a good handful of games um I have I have a I have a, a game of the year pick if I had to pick one but there were some games that I really liked I I, I really liked Life is Strange 2 uh I really liked I, I ended up really liking Jedi Fallen Order uh, I also really liked Resident Evil 2 and then a few games that I wanted to pick game of the year but but I won't um The Outer Wilds thought was a fantastic game I, I've not enjoyed exploring and exploring space in a game as much as I have in the Outer Wilds. And uncovering, like, a creepy galactic mystery. Uh, very unique. I think everyone should play that. Um, I really liked Control. Oh. Control, right. I thought, was a fantastic game. Um, It was very fun to get lost in the oldest house and just uncover all sorts of wacky lore Ooh. and it also kind of introduced me to the idea of scp scp and that sort of i started going through scp stuff online i was like this is really <laughs> fun and cool and i like i like this stuff this is neat i like that people are really into this and come up with these neat and wacky stories and um yeah control really fun game uh what probably one of my favorite gaming moments of 2019 is a level in control that utilizes some like heavy rock music unexpectedly uh kind of like a gauntlet style level it's not it's unlike anything else you've done in the game up to that point so when you get to it um it is really fun (laughs)
2: you're speaking my language travis
1: yeah that, yeah that moment has stuck with me uh the game that i do want to pick for game of the year though is a game i talked about a long time ago called ape out
2: Ooh. i don't even want to hear the word ape right now hold on i'm still recovering
1: <laughs> no not the guardian ape this, this, oh, is, what'd this, you say? Is, this is a different ape uh ape out the top down sort of what what was the word we ended up using we were we were comparing it to like
2: hotline miami
1: yeah we were comparing it to hotline miami (gasps) and that sort of fast paced quick to the trigger action but uh ape ape out to me was something where i had never seen such a good i had never seen such a good marrying of gameplay and style where like both you utilize the other in like a very circular way um that's a game that, like, it plays good, it looks good, it sounds good. It tells a story without any words that is very compelling, and it's about a fucking ape. So, I didn't expect it to be a compelling story, but I thought it was. Uh, that This game has another of my... but This game has my favorite moment, like, my favorite gaming moment of 2019, which is the very end of Ape Out, where after after you go through four levels and i i really like the stylistic differences between these levels i think the first one you're escaping a secret lab the second one you're escaping like a like a like a high skyscraper office complex sort of thing um the third one is it feels like you're in the jungles of vietnam or something like in a war zone and the fourth one is this really frustrating difficult level where you're trying to escape from like a ship and going across docks and piers and stuff and once you do all those things uh you are unexpectedly captured once again because it looked like level four was the last level of the game but you're captured once again um and like this ape has already been through so much stuff but he wakes up in a in a zoo and so you do your thing you you ape out again you break out but i thought it was really fun in this level they introduced this new Uh, there's this new dynamic to this level where not only are you trying to escape now, you also have the ability to break other animals out. So you run through the zoo and you smash other animals' fences, and they come out of their cages and they start sort of helping you out. And it's it's like a really striking scene because of the way that music and and the art style is married to the gameplay where you are smacking people into walls and you're hearing cymbal crashes and drum hits and stuff and you're sort of composing awesome you're doing you're you're like symphonically composing the score to the game in a way as you're going through the levels and in this final level there's a whole bunch of animals helping you do this so as you're smashing people into walls in the background you're hearing like other cymbal hits and other tom hits that you're not doing as these animals run around and just murder everyone It's, it's very satisfying. Um, and (laughs) once you finally get out of the zoo level, there, it goes to the end credits and a whole bunch of horns kick in. Like there's an entire horn section that has been completely absent. Like the soundtrack has just been drumming. And once you get to the credits these like incredible blaring saxophones kick in and you are just sort of mesmerized by these nice art credits with loud blaring horns and it's it's great it's like this this sort of it's like this soundtrack that really captures the idea of the ape needs to get out and like once you get to the end the horns are like this weird like awesome celebration of his escape it's like you're playing jazz which is like this sort of freedom encapsulating music genre where you can do whatever the fuck you want with your wacky instruments uh, and make wacky noises and that's how the game ends. There's oh. also a second level where you can break in. It's called Ape In, and like save your son or something. I thought it was very funny. It's also very challenging. It's like it's like a super hard mode if you're into that sort Bam. of thing. It took me a long time to actually rescue my small ape son. Like I really liked a lot of games, but I think Ape Out, uh, just that was the most perfect game that I played this year. That's why I picked that as my. Personal I really.
2: I wanted to bring up, uh, I briefly brought up Katana Zero, but
1: uh-huh.
2: um, I feel like that game, I don't know, just deserves way more recognition. Um, it's it's kind of similar to how you described Ape Out. It's not at all in gameplay, but um, just the aesthetic and the gameplay, like how the music and the art style kind of blend in with the actual gameplay itself, <laughs> almost, um, like each different mission. So basically, and it also has a really good story for a side-scrolling indie game. I've never really played um, a lot of indie games with really in-depth stories, but this one was like the most captivating to me. And it was genuinely good, and it was very interesting. Really cool world-building to it. You're like a futuristic, dystopian... um, Soldier, but you're kind of like. um
1: Do you have a katana?
2: Yes, you do have a katana. Very. But cool. um you were brainwashed or something, and you basically do a bunch of hits for this one dude, and he's remains mysterious at the start, and then you have you actually have this drug that you repeatedly take that you're supposed to take doesn't tell you what it does until like closer to the end and such and. It's, it's really cool how things kind of just like wind up and there's some choices. I don't think it really affects much, but um, it's similar to Hotline Miami, but it's a side scroller mm-hmm. instead. It's also uh, published by Devolver, so you could they kind of have a, I think, distinct style of indie games, but um, yeah, Katana Zero is definitely really good soundtrack was really good I loved it and just everything about that game I dude I'm not gonna lie it emotionally almost got me at the very end wow like it was that that good of a story to me I was like this is crazy but I I definitely think this deserves a lot of praise and it was one of my favorite if not indie games of all time Um, I have quite a bit on my steam library but I just haven't played a lot of them which I need to get around to. I'm playing Fury, which still counts, but Katana Zero, definitely. I love that game. And you should, you guys should give it a try sometime. I think you guys would really like it, personally. I will
1: try Katana Zero.
2: It's difficult at times, but it's like a, if you get hit once, you die, but you just repeat the the very small mission or whatever.
1: live-die-repeat. Mm-hmm,
2: but it's a really good game, and you know, I I hope there's more stuff that comes out to it. I think they're they announced like free DLCs and such. So I was like, hell yes!
1: Cool, Katana Zero. Any other games? Anyone else have any other games they want to mention before we wrap up the segment? Nope. What uh-huh. has
2: come out this year? That okay? Was we already
1: we already did this. We did this at the beginning.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. I don't I don't mean just like the games that we played. I just mean like in general i can't really think of anything that i haven't already played to be honest i mean there's stuff like the new call of duty and stuff but oh you know i mean i haven't played
0: any of this so i don't really i don't know
1: i I mean i definitely think i played more games this year than i ever have in the past oh i think the fact that we variety of
0: games we've played through dark souls 1 2 3 <laughs> all, those were all done this year, right?
1: Yeah, we did all three of those. This the year. fact
0: that we've done all three this year, and like I'd only beaten like one of them, I had never beaten two, I'd never played three. Like it was fascinating.
2: I played a lot. Oh, oh, what did you oh. guys um, uh, so out of all the Dark Souls, what is your favorite moment of those? That's our
1: favorite moment, uh, Yeah. damn.
2: Like you don't have to say like what your favorite Dark Souls of the series is if I you just, don't want to. I'm trying to think of but, what
1: are what are there are moments though. It's mm-hmm. just like were any of them memorable enough to stick with me? Uh
0: a moment for me that's memorable in Dark Souls one is meeting Guinevere, not because she's extremely busty. <laughs> hear me out
2: <laughs> oh but
0: because you just you've been <laughs> going through iron or getting your ass beat yeah by giants ornstein and Smo, the fucking lightning bullshit you open this massive door and there's sunlight and this lady there and she's like hello here's the lord vessel it's like oh thank god something that doesn't want me dead yeah i know and that is memorable to me
1: i'm trying to think if there's anything from dark souls 2 that, oh, that really stuck with me because i liked dark souls 2 I it's just, now that Caleb the- has asked us for like our favorite moments, I'm like, wait, oh, hang on. For Dark Souls Two, all the moments I think of are
2: just because we were playing in co-op. That's true. Yeah. Um, you know, everyone shits on Dark Souls Two, but I really do like the the PVP in that game. To be honest, it's actually like really fun to do, and there's a lot of cool spaces you could do it in. Oh
1: we had our fair share of pvp since we played most of the game summoning each other yeah there was a uh, what was the name of that woman in dark souls 3 who who pursued us through an entire level and killed me feet from the bonfire that i hadn't activated yet i don't remember oh diana we got we kept getting invaded by diana oh i kept getting and yeah and um and yes, then yeah. I so we were on a run to because Will knew where the bonfire was. And he was like, we're going to get you to the next bonfire. And right as we started, we got invaded by Diana. So we ran the whole way to the bonfire. I leapt off a cliff to get to it. And right as I was about to interact with the bonfire, he did a drop on me and killed me.
2: Damn, that was very <laughs>
1: mean. My, I think my favorite moment <laughs> of Dark Souls three was finding Dark Firelink Shrine that was spooky. Oh, I didn't like that. That was cool. I was so I was so scared. <laughs> yeah, that, that, was that was scary. Offensive. That
0: was great because it's like it's unexplained and nobody talks about it. I mean, in the game, so it's like, what is this? Where am I?
1: Yeah, because we it's your home hub, but it's dark and it's empty. There's no people there.
2: Yeah, and that's really spooky. Yeah, I don't know. I remember when I was playing through that game. Oh man. Yeah, Dark Souls 3, I don't know, I just it's the most modern, obviously, but I I feel like with that, it just becomes the most, you know, polished gameplay, and also there's a lot of really cool bosses in that game. A lot yeah. of really cool bosses I thought, and I don't know, I just think Dark Souls 3 is definitely my favorite, and it, it had the most uh, memorable moments for me, personally. Like, i can't think of any i'm just kidding Uh. (laughs) um yeah there's definitely like when you go to the dark firelink shrine there's when you go to the cathedral of the deep and you find the priests i don't think that was necessarily the most memorable but i really like the cathedral oh especially when you go to um the city afterwards um what what was the city it's it's kind of linked to um anorlando like oh, the, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That, that one I think
0: is my Dark Souls three moment. Yes, that, like coming. I remember I was playing. We were playing with you, and then you you come out onto a cliff, and it's just like the most beautiful thing. Yeah. Then I got dude, invaded many awesome. times in that place, and I got very upset for like. <laughs> right. Yeah, that one too. just kept chasing us down. I mean, it was cool. I mean, I understand why they're there to balance the game, but you uh-huh. know. Goddamn, damn, guys, kill me some slack.
2: Seriously, the fucking buff shirtless oh, dude. No, yeah,
0: that is one of my favorite moments. Um, fighting an, an invade an invader with um Caleb and a and a blue phantom, and hearing Travis fight a weasel on a bridge like thirty <laughs> times. I, uh, I, yeah. That was, that was great so funny. to hear the, the, the seething rage in the in your voice get like more and more palatable until at the very end it sounded like you, if the game came on disc, you were gonna break it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this oh. fucking
1: weasel <laughs> <laughs> um, I think each of us had an incident where we were invaded by a player who did not attack us. Yeah. You had one in Dark Souls 2. Yeah uh he like yes. guided you through the level and then w- we had one in dark souls three where a guy took me through a whole area and I was part of the way of blue so we to protect you from invaders so we had a uh way of blue guardian show up and he also quickly realized that the invader was not hostile so it was just four people going through a level together
0: damn yeah and then and the guy who invaded called himself Solaire yeah
1: oh and I, I felt so bad because at a certain point we were, there were some strong enemies you died Will our oh, blue yeah. spirit died it was just me and Solaire and uh, he was cosplaying as Solaire and called himself Solaire and um, he pointed at this chest and like he was showing me that it was a mimic and stuff and i was like all right well it's just you and me solaire i'm gonna fight the mimic and i fought the mimic and it ate me and solaire did the emote where he like collapsed to his knees and threw his hands up in the air i was like oh no i let down <laughs> i let down my invader solaire <laughs> i think but not yeah exactly cool
0: guy. A, yeah it was a it was a great moment and that mimic was not a great moment no no
2: I a, game, I never. A,
0: not exactly a, a moment maybe a, a couple of moments early on in the game um whenever i would summon travis to my world we would get invaded by drink Come.
1: oh yeah that <laughs> happened so many
0: fucking times and the first time I, I was stuck in a deadlock with this guy forever and it reached a point where we were both out of estes and i was so tired of this fight i fell on my knees and then he dropped some uh embers for me and then banished himself
1: yeah, yeah. Wow.
0: But he showed no mercy when he showed up later, which yeah. I understood. Yeah, he, when know, he came he,
1: back he he was out for
0: blood. He was like He's like right, you hey,
2: you better be stronger. We
0: had a we had a, we had a good time. <laughs> I gave you some time to train like Dragon Ball Z. Uh-huh. Like, let's get good. <laughs> Safe to say he made me drink a cup.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he was very powerful. <laughs> it's like Iconic. You can take a sip. Oh my god. Alright, let me ask uh-huh. you then an an even more specific question. Oh, okay. Um okay. what is your favorite boss of the entire three series one you can only pick one the
0: entire oh oh, yeah. all
2: three of them uh, only one favorite boss Hmm. like obviously not the easiest but just like the most that you thoroughly enjoyed and just i don't know Felt maybe felt the most relieved when See, you're even when it comes to them. easiest
0: though it depends on like the build because i know there was a boss in 3. Travis got through real easy. And then which they, which and one? The, I think it was Demon King. Okay, I did, yeah. they all bled together. You had, you had like magic, and you were able to beat him, okay. and I didn't have magic, and it was like a nightmare for me. I'm also not very good at these games, but <laughs> well, I, I had either. to summon I had to summon Travis and a bunch of people, and then there were some bosses that I found extremely easy, but Travis had to take. Oh yeah,
1: that guy, I wandered through a boss door, and I'm never good at fighting the bosses. I wandered through a boss door, this guy attacked me and I one-rounded him. <laughs> it was like, wow. Damn. I was like, what? Okay, interesting.
0: My favorite boss, though, hmm, I don't know. Some of my, the bosses I really enjoyed weren't exactly hard, but they were memorable.
2: Yeah, that, that's. I'm not saying that they don't have to be, um, they don't have to be hard, I'm just saying like your personal favorite.
0: Okay, for me, personal favorite, Dark Souls one, Gwyn. Mm. I had been practicing parries throughout the game and I was getting slowly better and better at it and when I finally got to Gwyn I was able to parry him through the fight and take no hits
2: and then the piano was playing
0: yeah and it was like I am doing things I could have I I didn't understand these timings I didn't know how to really play the game when I started and here I am beating your ass Gwyn
1: I think my favorite boss is uh, Great Wolf Sif
2: Oh, that's Ooh, a really good man. boss. I like that boss.
1: I can tell you who my least favorite boss is. Who? Royal Rat Brigade.
0: Fuck that boss, Mike. I'd Dark say it was my second too. least favorite.
1: Damn! That's my least favorite my boss. My least favorite is
0: Bed of Chaos. Oh, okay. Oh, not really oh a that fight. was stupid. It's just stupid. like a lesson in tedium. I
1: probably yeah. tried
0: fifty times to kill Royal Rat per game. Oh jeez! <laughs> oh yeah! Dude, oh, that's one of the bosses that I had no problem
1: with. <laughs> yeah, because your build was different.
2: <laughs> yeah, that that's what's different about Dark Souls Two compared to the others. It's like it's more of an actual RPG where your <laughs> you just like no 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 that's not what I mean. Just like it's in Dark Souls One and Two, I feel like it's more skill based. But in Dark Souls Two, you could just like keep grinding and grinding and grinding um your build up until where something as tedious as this boss fight is like two hits almost that's what i felt like and with and the fucking rat king i oh my god the poison the yeah. poison he just like poops or something and then it's just like and everyone Ugh. so annoying is this always a boss with like eight million things see for me that wait boss, no i think I, you're
1: talking about a different boss
2: Because there's a a
1: rat boss that is lots of rats and one of them is the right rat. Is that what you're thinking of?
2: No, I was thinking of like that wolf thing. Okay, yeah. yeah, He has like a bunch of smaller rats.
0: He has a few same poison damage. So for me on that boss fight, because I was just a, a dude in heavy armor in that game. I just took my greatsword, ran at the small rats, did one swing attack, killed them all. Or I did two, I think, because some of are further back. Killed them all, and then I just had to fight the big rat. And I was like, oh, ha, 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 that was easy.
2: I think that's exactly what I did.
0: But for Travis, he has yeah. like, great magic, but no big heavy weapons. So in a lot of fights, he's doing great. But then in this fight, you've got to fight this big dude and a bunch of tiny rats that do insane poison like damage. So
1: if I was lucky enough to kill all the poison rats, usually I wouldn't have much health left and the big rat would kill me in one hit. That's why Damn. that took me so many tries.
2: What was the big spider boss again? I hate that boss. Not because, because
1: it's I'm-
0: like hard. I just, the one with two heads. Yeah. yeah Which
1: game is this?
2: Dark Souls, Dark Souls two. 2.
1: Okay. Don't Man, remember. those,
2: ugh. I hate spiders. hate that boss. I had a fucking guy with a big-ass hammer help me out with that one. Cool.
1: Should we take a break yeah. and talk about our gamer moments of the decade? Yes. Let's do that. We'll be right back. All right. So usually this is where we do our thoughts and prayers. But this week I asked people to reflect on their top gamer moments of the decade
2: oh man
1: Hoo-wee. what are the top gamer moments of the decade
2: that is something I've been trying to think about for like a week
1: okay, this, okay, I'm not supposed to put that much thought into it
2: let's think back 2010 what was happening in 2010 I have no, no fucking clue too.
1: I have no idea
2: um, we were we- mere lads I know I played a lot of Halo Reach in 2010 to be honest and I could say that's a pretty big gamer moment Halo Ranch coming out and becoming the start to the decade with Halo and
1: at the end of the decade
2: true that is true
1: Uh, a big gamer moment
0: uh, was the release of Skyrim in 2011 and then it's subsequent (laughs) re-releases over the same decade
1: (laughs) that is true
2: ah that is oh man that is very That's true. That's a Todd oh, Howard shit. moment. Yeah. That is a definite Todd Howard moment. I'm about to have a Todd Howard moment. So
1: you know Todd Howard, I think uh, the Fallout 76 debacle like is probably threat. one of the gamer moments of the decade. Yeah. <laughs> no. You
0: know Todd Howard had a heated Todd Howard moment when that, like, debacle happened.
2: Probably. I want I want to, like, know what happened behind the scenes to that. Like, I don't know. I just, I want to know. Like, you know? It's like the government secrets, but with Fallout 76.
1: I mean, I'm sure there'll be an expose like years from now or something. Maybe um, maybe, government when, maybe when documents. Jason Schreier does his third or fourth entry in his series.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Let's see. Some other gamer moments. Um, uh,
1: the annexation hmm. of Crimea by the country of Russia. That was one of the that, that was a pretty big gamer moment.
2: Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty good gamer moment. Yeah. Okay, I don't
1: know if you would say it's a good gamer moment. I'm just saying it's a gamer moment.
2: Hey. Gamers are gamers. <laughs> There's, There's a definition lot of depth of gamer. in that
1: comment right there. <laughs> yeah, talking about like nice platitudes on the Star Wars podcast. We should have <laughs> had that one. <laughs>
2: Oh man, um, let's see. Oh yeah, the Battlefront two microtransaction fiasco. That's mm, that's a pretty big, that a big gamer enough gamer moment. gamer
1: moment. That's just people I mean, getting angry. I think.
2: Oh man,
1: well, I
0: suppose the annexation of Crimea oh, was I, just I, the international community <laughs> getting angry
2: at that. Yeah. It also involved the like the government in games.
1: I did. So. I I did, I I didn't mean to discourage your your gamer moment idea i'm just trying we're, we're trying to figure out what are what are the top gamer moments of the <laughs> top decade ten gamer
2: moments travis uh, I'm discouraging I'm my if, ideas
1: no i'm trying to figure <laughs> out if battlefront qualifies as one Donald of the top trump's election the is a
0: is one of the top heated gamer moments probably yeah
1: yeah
2: <laughs> gamer moments all the gamers were heated
1: yeah i guess uh, in other Other things that happened around the world, Um, not to like, uh, you know, not to sound all gung ho for the military or anything, but I know a big gamer moment for a lot of people was the assassination of Osama bin Laden by the Navy SEALs. That's right.
0: And and bin Laden himself. Well, that's saddening because bin Laden was a gamer himself. Bin Laden was a gamer. (laughs) Forgot about that part. We gamers (coughs) are oppressed. This is proof state-sponsored terrorism against gamers.
1: Yeah, he played Animal Crossing games. Um, he played he had like some Mario games, I think. Uh, I did, I can't remember what else he had, but he had a lot he had a lot of games. He had a lot of anime too.
2: Truly. He had Postal 2.
1: Oh yeah, he maybe
2: Postal 2. <laughs> it says I'm looking at it, like oh yeah, the video games he owned. It was Kill Osama bin Laden. That was what? a game he owned. N- All right, what? um, oh, really? well, I
0: guess there's novelty in that if people are
1: making
2: they're killing
0: you it'd be neat to see what they're doing Like
1: yeah, I'd pl- if I was bin Laden. I'd play that game.
2: Yeah, he played spec ops war on terrorism <laughs> 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 He played command and conquer generals and command and conquer Oh hell. Yeah Um, You think that's where he got his stretch? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, six Strats what the fuck these are some weird games the great apocalypse bin laden liquors what the fuck is bin laden liquors i'm looking that up right now
1: interesting
2: game what the hell it's a flash game
1: are you sure you're looking at (laughs) games bin laden had in his data or are you just looking at games about bin laden
2: no it's um games that he played i believe
1: Okay, because I Cause found some of those games you mentioned, but they're just on a Wikipedia page about Bin Laden in popular culture.
2: Oh, gotcha.
1: He
0: took Gamers Rise Up further than anyone else.
1: He played Batman oh, Gotham Knight.
2: Metroid Prime Hunters and Yoshi's Island DS. He, Mari- yeah, he
1: also had uh. he had something called I think this is a movie or a documentary. He had something called Where in the World is Osama Bin Laden, which I guess that's fair enough. Oh, car! he had cars he had a copy of cars oh, hell yeah uh well will and i uh got stuck in this loop uh, not really a loop but w- we've just continuously been um we've just continuously had our had our gaming plans foiled by the game dungeon lords mm-hmm. which has been released many times and we've tried to play it many times and we always get to some sort of game ending bug or something that just prevents us from completing the game just in a holistic sense, that's that that's probably one of the top gamer moments of the decade. The continual cock blocking of dungeon lords, I guess.
0: Our trials and tribulations and trying to save Fargrove. Yeah, we've
2: tried. What so are some hard. of your guys's? What do you guys? What are some of guys, uh, uh, What are some of your guys' favorite games of the decade?
1: That's a completely different question. Um, we can cover that after
0: we get through some gamer moments.
2: Oh, true. Oh Minecraft! Oh,
0: that's an absolute. That's the mega gamer moment. That is like <laughs> that's the, the gamer moment. Gamer moment. Yeah, I, yeah,
2: dude. I don't that know, really man.
0: Defines game like the gaming landscape.
2: It really did, to be honest. I like, like
1: Minecraft. It's neat. Well,
2: I mean, it, even just like in terms of like just video games and the culture around it, Minecraft oh, is like. like
0: huge genre types like spawned out of minecraft
1: yeah
2: <laughs> minecraft call of duty block heroes craft. roblox when did roblox come out uh it's 2006 never mind never mind we'll, we'll disregard that
1: um i also <gasps> have down that that video of the kid who w- was being uh, who, who was being yelled at by his mom, and he yells, "My uh, dick yes. was out."
0: That is one of the best. I don't know moments. what that
1: video is called. I don't know if you know.
0: Um, uh, I um, don't. I usually just type it out, "In my dick was out."
1: Okay. Is, it, is that really something <laughs> I should type in? In in YouTube, yeah, I oh, can find a video. Oh, right.
0: <laughs> just don't type it in Google. Okay. Well, this isn't the exact one, but um...
1: Caleb, have you seen the video? What was it? uh go to youtube and type in my dick was out uh why did i type video oh it's because originally this was a google search then you told me not to so i copy pasted it to youtube um and i typed in youtube i searched my dick was out video and it was the second result
2: oh hmm
1: she was about to blow my
0: dick fuck yeah, that's, oh, that the, that's the title of the video. It, it is a friend showed it to me my freshman year yeah. of college, and it was probably one of the funniest videos I've. It is the funniest video I've ever seen. I have a lot
1: of questions about the video too.
0: Yeah, it's like it's it's fascinating. It's an enigma.
1: But I've seen this video. Are you watching Holy it? Holy fucking shit,
2: dude! That is that is a gamer moment. That is the gamer moment. I said I'm, it. I'm
1: watching it again. I forgot there was a dog in this video.
2: Oh my god! Dude, I just have a lot of questions memories. about
1: context.
0: Mom, I'm serious. My dick was out. I, I think have a lot it's of questions about context, between dude. this guy
1: and his mother. Yeah, I just I don't know. It's a it's a very odd video that I sometimes think about deep, late into the night, just wondering what's going on.
2: <laughs> you sometimes ponder while you're about to sleep of what the context of what was happening in that video was uh, we
1: should describe this video for people who are listening otherwise this just went oh, on yeah. for so long yeah, absolutely so it is a
0: recording by someone it is a recording of somebody recording their brother yeah. and their mom in an argument about something we were in yeah, we are in the you, middle of things you, you start res. in, in media res yes <laughs> yes and um it's a heated gamer argument um, and what we what you discern throughout the video is that the boy who's arguing with his mom was about to do something with that girl. That's what he says. And the mom says, "What, what were you going to do with that girl?" And the boy says, "She was about to blow my dick." And he and he goes, emphasizes some of those what? words really loudly, which is great. She was about to blow my dick. Yeah. She says, "What? what? I, mom, I'm serious. I was this close. Go to your room now, mom. Seriously." And the best part is. The whole mom seriously thing is like, no, mom, you don't understand. She was about to blow my dick. And it's like, it's like a weird, like, he's trying to barter with his mother. Yeah. Uh, despite the fact they're both, they both know what it was going to happen. They just have very different views of
1: it. And I think it's, <gasps> I, I think it's towards the beginning of the video where he says my dick was out. Or is this at the near, end?
0: No, uh, it's near the end. Oh, at the okay. beginning of the video is the mom. I was seriously about to do something with that
1: girl, and then my phone went, and I was like, "Fuck." Okay, that's what, what, what I wanted to do bring up because yeah. that sentence raises a lot of questions for me about because okay, so what it paints a picture of is this boy and a and a a girl who is not in this video, but an, a girl off screen, I guess, was close to giving him you know, an oral sex act when his phone vibrated and I believe it sounds like his mother called him and he felt the need to answer the phone and, I don't know, go home? And that's where I get really confused about the context of this video. I, I do not understand what is happening there. I think there's some missing information. But the way he says, Mom, my I, like my phone was like, and I was like, fuck, this makes me... He just paints a picture for me of his phone going off, and he's immediately like, "Ah, oh, I gotta go," and he pulls just up his leaves. Pants and walks yeah, pulls away. up his pants, leaves. <laughs> Ve- oh, just so many questions. No other, no other speculation.
0: No, I mean, we can speculate all day, but I like what's there. You know, yeah.
1: it's it's a very good open ended video. I think you can draw your own conclusions. I guess. Um, I think
0: every every little part of it is just fantastic.
1: Yeah, it's one. It's like it's the more you watch it, it's like the gift that keeps on giving. There's so many good moments. It's about to blow my dick, Fah. Link that in the podcast description, please. Um, the uh, the only other gamer moment of the decade contender that I have written down is the time Will and I were playing Fear, and my dad thought we said <gasps> something about cum. I don't even think that was this decade. I are you sure? I thought it was around like 2010 or 11. Oh, I, I I guess yeah, I guess that makes sense. It, that's just so long ago. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So okay. So uh, the, here here are the people in this in this scene. It's it's me, it's Will, uh, it's one of my brothers and the other of my brothers, and um, and we were gathered around our family computer. Uh, you're gonna have to help me fill in some of the details. Was one of my brothers playing Fear? Yes and you, okay.
0: you know, oh, oh, only one of your brothers was playing the other he's was doing TV. something on like a PlayStation and you oh, and okay. I were okay. on either side of him yeah, watching we're
1: we're watching over his shoulder and and we're we're giving him gamer encouragement I think and we're all really yeah. excited we're into we're into the gameplay uh this is like this is the pre-Twitch era so it's like we're watching someone stream I guess um, <laughs> he is uh he's killing people in Fear which is a fun game is Fear this decade
0: no, no, fear's, fears like, like early, so. mid, what, last six, decade.
1: 2006, seven. Yeah, like somewhere that. in there. Anyway, he's playing fear and he's shooting up all these people. And I think all three of us are, are yelling things, or me and Will are both yelling things over one another. Um, things like yeah get him stuff like that you know get that guy shoot that guy yeah, sh- shoot him in the face oh sick yeah someone says shoot on, him in the hurry. face and someone and and someone yeah someone says shoot him in the face someone else uh is in sort of an overlap says come on or something like that right those are the words that have that have exited the mouths of will and i uh some of those phrases um and i believe uh, shortly after that my my dad walked into the room and he seemed like a mixture of confused and miffed uh and i don't remember what he said he said something like can you guys watch your language or something or are you guys what, like what's going on with the language in here? Right. Does that sound right? Yeah,
0: I think so. It was like, it was like a dad talk.
1: About, yeah, but it was like, yeah. it was like one of those things where like my dad, like does didn't really want us to, to swear. He didn't really want us to say like fuck words or anything, but, but it wasn't something he would normally like confront us about. Like it wasn't something that he cared about that much. So I was confused why, like, if we said fuck or something, I was confused why he came into the room to, like, be upset about that. And so we asked him, like, what What did we say? Because we didn't... I don't know. We were playing. We thought maybe we could have said something, but didn't remember. We were like, what did you, what did you hear us say? What did we say? And my dad said, I heard somebody say, come on his face. <laughs> <laughs> and Will and I looked at each other and at my brother, and we were like, what? who said that
0: why would we say that about why would we say that
1: which one of us (laughs) said that did somebody say that there's no way one of us said that nobody nobody said that and so it was kind of a conversation that was left weirdly inconclusive and i think it took us a bit of like pondering i don't even know if we figured it out the same day or not but I, eventually, we came to sure. the conclusion that two sentences by two different people overlapped. So someone had said, "Come on," that was a part of it, and someone else had said, "Shoot him in the face." And what my dad heard was this weird blend of voices that said, "Come on, his face." An
0: absolutely iconic gamer moment. An absolute. That is gamer definitely
2: moment. a gamer moment. Yeah, that oh. holy <laughs> shit!
1: Oh, that's.
2: <laughs> I'm having a gamer moment thinking of that.
1: Yeah, we bring this up quite often because it's. just yeah. I don't know. It's, just it's a really. It's really weird. Good. It's it's great. Come on. <laughs> yeah, Will we, Travis, we were just, what? We were can you, very can you guys not? Can you guys not yell wow. at us like that?
2: <laughs> you guys are just like, uh, what? What did we say? Are you talking about? <laughs> um, <laughs> None of us
1: said that. Dad, we're not heated gamers. Uh, we wouldn't say that. I think we've. Have we gotten through all the top gamer moments of the decade? Uh, I think so. There's got to be more.
2: Obviously not if we haven't talked about Sonic the Hedgehog in some way or shape or form.
1: Okay, what part of so Sonic many- the Hedgehog is a gamer moment of this decade? <laughs>
2: That's a good question. I didn't think that far ahead. Well, <laughs>
1: hold on. <laughs> Caleb, oh, is, Caleb is he's working at Time Magazine, and they're doing their annual meeting to figure out who's the person of the year. And Caleb <laughs> says... Well, we can't we can't conclude the person of the year if we don't consider Sonic. And they all turn to him and ask, "Okay, so w- why would Sonic be a contender for person of the year?" And Caleb says, "I don't know." I didn't no, think no, that no. for
2: it. I look them right in the eyes and I say, "Gotta go fast," and then I run and out <laughs> <his laughs> of the room, close
0: the door, sleeping guest room so caleb said he would commit an act of terrorism like the, the true gamer bin laden yeah uh, exactly
2: yeah.
1: here i have a question if you if you could force uh one of us to play any game what would Ooh. you pick
2: uh deep space anime waifu
1: <laughs> okay here let me re- let me read you the question I think it was yes. it was supposed to be like, this game is so good that I absolutely want you to play it. I don't think it was oh, supposed to be like okay. a form of like prank or torture or anything. Okay, I, I, I understand oh, that. I'm not
2: saying it's prank or torture. I'm just saying play. Okay. You know?
1: I understand that approach. I think it's just not the question I was going for. <laughs> play the game. But like realistically though yeah like if i if like if i was like all i will play any game that you tell me to and i won't complain or like i i I will just i'll just do it even if i'm even if i was previously very unlikely to like you get one card like what one free you have to play a game card
2: i feel like you guys know the answer to the question
1: i don't (laughs) oh are you gonna say the witcher (laughs) 3
2: i'm gonna say the witcher 3
1: okay Fair enough,
2: because that's that's definitely my game of the decade easily and I feel like if you're in a fantasy you should 100% play that game mm-hmm. because it's oh Man, it's just so good. It's so <gasps> good. It's so good. You just you just play as Geralt of Rivia and He's a pretty cool guy and I love that game. Just play it, please. Please, I'm begging you.
0: Okay, when you said Geralt of Rivia is a pretty cool guy, I then thought to like that ancient like dumb fucking meme about he's a pretty cool guy and doesn't afraid of anything about me. Oh, no. oh,
1: yeah, that is a meme. I forgot <laughs> that about so that. Cool.
0: That just crept out of the crevices of my brain.
2: Oh my God. Geralt of Rivia of... is a pretty
0: cool guy. Wait, what was Your... the original meme? What it's was about it in Halo. reference to? It's about Halo. Halo is a pretty cool guy. He shoots guns oh, and doesn't yeah, afraid of yeah. It is about Halo. Geralt of Rivia is a pretty cool guy. He shoots
2: wards and doesn't afraid... I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> magic. Shoots magic and doesn't afraid of anything. Shoots magic up into sh- sorcerers, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know. But play The Witcher 3, please. 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 It's really good. It's my favorite game of the decade. And I that's my favorite game of the decade. Wow. But... Yeah. Oh, that's something
0: we didn't talk about favorite game of the decade. If you guys didn't get my hint <laughs> do You guys have
1: aside from Kayla will do you have a favorite game of the decade? Do you have a um, game of the decade pick?
0: I'd have to say Which is like this is also really hard because a decade is such a huge amount of
2: time. yeah, I can't comprehend that. exactly yeah, that's really hard
0: I Think for a game of the decade I'd have to give it to. Oh wait, hang on. I need to figure out actually when this game was officially released.
2: Swear to God, if it's two thousand
0: nine. Oh, here we go. Woo! I'd give Game of the Decade to Mountain Blade Warband. Oh, <laughs> there okay. is no game anywhere near its level. I'm sorry, haters out there. But it's, wait, aren't you still waiting on... on the sequel? Yes, yeah. I am. <laughs> has that been
1: a decade in the making?
0: It has been, um, almost a decade. Mm-hmm. So yeah, almost. And it'll come out next decade, and it'll be the best game of that decade. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man. Some like, might call me
0: a fanboy, but I would say uh they're wrong. It's uh-huh. just the truth. It's empirical science. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Despite being so janky and so like in a lot of ways empty. Yeah. It is I, I there's nothing else like it. With the exception of its own sequel and its own predecessor.
2: I was gonna say Left 4 Dead, but that came out in two thousand nine. So I'm like, damn,
0: last decade.
2: Which is I mean,
1: it's it's fun, but like, how would you even? Why would you even say Left 4 Dead is like a game of the year? Even.
2: I don't know. I played Left 4 Dead so much throughout like this decade. Left 4 Dead two, like
0: the the sheer fact it had like like there were so many fan campaigns made on modding websites, some of which Mm -hmm. were really really good. I think that is just like that's fantastic
2: yeah Makes exactly it it's it's such a replayable game i mean it's meant to be replayed but it's just i don't know well it's also its popularity wasn't like the game wasn't at peak popularity november sixteenth, two 2009 you know it took a little bit to sink in but like that game i just felt like it like defined at least the the start of the decade, especially with the likeness of you know Halo Three, Halo Reach, and I'd say it's in kind of the mixed of mix of that and such.
0: Hell yeah! Well, we've talked about game of the year, gamer moments. Anything else Travis
2: we, we should
1: cover? Huh. Did you did you say what your game of the decade was? Uh, Flappy Bird. Ooh. <laughs> The elusive Flappy I think. It, how long bird. was that? How long was that available? Not very long.
2: I mm, yeah. I never. Not played very it. long at all.
1: Really? <laughs> yeah, I never got to. But um, I just think it's because some... it was so 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 elusive and such a such a big thing, that's probably the top game of the decade. Not really. Damn. Um, what would my game of the decade be? I don't know. That's so hard to think about.
2: What's a game you always found yourself coming back to?
1: That doesn't necessarily this warrant
2: game of the decade, though. Mountain Blade Warband. <laughs> <laughs> I look at his games recently played. It's Mountain Blade, and he has ten thousand hours. Oh, in see,
0: it. no, I, I don't play it all the time, mm-hmm. but uh, but I'll, I'll keep coming back to it. I want to maybe say Dark Souls. Out. Oh, uh,
2: that's a good. That's actually really good for a game that, like, game of the decade i'd say because i mean I dark mean, souls i know one. demon
1: souls is really the origin but dark souls was the one that that like popularized the format and mm-hmm. jumping into dark souls was very strange and it, like i felt like i had never played anything like dark souls before um had a lasting impact haven't. on the way games were made and also on the way games are played Uh, because I had a game that I would go through and, like, in the past, if I ever got stuck on a game, it was because I couldn't figure out what to do in an RPG. In Dark Souls, it was because I mechanically couldn't kill a thing, which really wasn't something that had ever happened to me before. So, I think it introduced me to, like, a new concept within video games of, like, playing a game that is difficult and not in the sense that you turned on, like, Legendary and it just gave enemies 400% more health or something.
2: I definitely agree with you on Dark Souls, though. Um, I mean, while it not being my game of the decade, it definitely is a game that's...
1: In the decade. No. I already (laughs) said my
2: game of the decade, Travis. Come on, man. But Dark Souls is definitely going to keep an everlasting presence on my gamer lifestyle for the rest of my life I said it I like that I said it yeah
1: I like that too well I never want to use the word gamer again so I think we should bring (laughs) this podcast to an end so I don't have to we will we will be back next week I don't know what we're going to talk about next week uh, because it's the last episode of this podcast that we have scheduled for now Um, I guess (laughs) because 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 Will doesn't know where Will's going to (laughs) be
0: yeah i don't know if i'll be here n- next week oh really damn what are you doing yeah, next I week? i need to i need to fly down to la and drop oh, off paperwork okay so i don't think i'm going to be here on wednesday
1: damn well maybe we won't record wednesday then maybe we'll just reschedule it so that we can at least do one last episode with all of us a big f- season finale but we do Make need a- to we do need to do our our second half of the dark souls lore moments mm. yes uh we're, we're going, just waiting we, up
2: on whole... Yeah, well, we're going to
1: continue doing Lore Moments, uh, bringing Star Wars Rewatch also to a close, but we're going to keep talking about movies in some way or another. So, uh, for now, I guess the main thing I want to say is that Hitpoint Pals is on Twitter, and you should follow us on Twitter, at Hitpoint Pals, because that's where you'll see all our announcements about what we're doing with the podcast and such, and I want to keep the feed active. I think I might might move uh, Lore Moments over into this feed uh, just to make things more concise and easy so even even when we take our hit point pals podcast into an indefinite hiatus uh you'll still hear from us on twitter about what we're doing and we'll still direct you to all of the different hit point pals uh s- spin-offs and other universe tie-in Damn. podcasts that we're going to be doing uh we're still going to be talking about things we're still going to be having a lot of fun on our recordings it's just it's not going to be in the same format uh, after next after the next episode, so look forward to many things changing. Uh, uh, th- I don't see, I don't have any good announcements yet because nothing has been determined yet. Um, but as we move into like the holidays and all that, uh, we're going to be taking some time off from hitpoint pals, and when you do hear from us, it may be in the form of other different podcasts, which will all be good um I think that's all I have to say for now uh, damn. anyone got anything else Any anything that I'm missing anything that I'm missing mm. Hit Point Pals. Hip, all no. of our episodes they're on the internet hitpointpals.com um
2: oh damn we're gonna see Star Wars next Saturday yes it doesn't, that doesn't sound right
1: that's two Saturdays from now 21st? yeah two Saturdays from now is it? yeah, yeah it's, on, it's on the second
2: Saturday huh maybe i'm dumb too much math doesn't help you out
1: damn (laughs) well hell yeah hell yeah uh we'll see we'll hear from you all next time we'll see you all next time i don't know why i said hear from you we're not gonna hear from the podcast listeners (laughs) well you can you can send us messages uh yeah you can go on twitter you can send us messages we'll we'll read them i don't know if we'll, I don't know if we'll respond to them, but if they're a good message, we probably will. Anyway, that's all from us this week. Uh, we'll talk to you all later. Peace. Hugs and kisses.